Hey there, Danny with Right Foot Down. I messed up this ad read so many times because I really want to tell you about Track Monkey Apparel. They make great quality, enthusiast shirts along with hats, stickers, watches, patches, you name it. A couple of my personal favorites are their Life is Better at the Track tee and their One Track Mind tee. You should really check them out and see for yourself. Their products are great for you or the gearhead in your life. Visit trackmonkeyapparel.com. You're listening to the Untitled Car Show in partnership with RightFootDown.com. Visit RightFootDown for your daily automotive fix. If you enjoyed today's program, please tell a friend. It's the best way to support this show. If you want to visit the archives, go to YouTube and search for Untitled Car Show. That'll bring you to the archived episodes. If you want to follow the show, just search for Untitled Car Show on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. You can always send an email to the show at untitledcarshow at rightfootdown.com. We're so glad you decided to spend the next hour or so with us. Without further ado, let's get into today's program. Welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, how you doing? I have Alfalfa from uh, Obstilock, a.k.a. Eric, and I have GTB Johnny. He is Johnny from the Blown Pistons. How are you gentlemen doing this evening? Yeah, a little, little head cold, but good. Well, thank you both for joining me. So I'm curious if either one of you have paid attention to anything that went on in motorsports today. Is that a no? I watched most of the Indy 500. Mm. I tried to watch Rallycross. (laughs) Well, are you aware of Alonzo's terrible luck this evening? You saw the Indy 500, so I'm sure you're aware. Uh, He had engine problems and had to retire. And then uh, his F1 team managed to crash the car at Monaco today. So... Great luck for uh, yeah, poor yeah, Alonzo. Yeah. So my my question is, uh, why do you think the universe hates him so much? I mean, they gave him all this potential and all this ability, and then they just keeps you know saddling him with these terrible uh, Honda teams. So, <laughs> what do you suppose he did? Maybe because he's like Honda. The V Tech. The V Tech kicked in, yo. Yeah, exactly. It, it's McLaren Honda on both. Is it? I don't know, Alfalfa, you might know a little bit better than I. Is it McLaren also associated with the uh, Indy team or no? No, I believe it's just Honda for the Indy team. Yeah. Mm. It's so strange. And, and what's weird is Honda, known for the reliability, and yet they cannot seem to finish a race. So <laughs> Maybe uh, maybe it's the McLaren thrown in there, the, you know. The British in there has just, you know, created this weird balance and thrown everything off. Yeah, it, VTEC is strong in this one. Exactly. <laughs> and the I don't think the engines have VTEC. Maybe that's the issue. Maybe that's what's going wrong with them. They need to get big old fart cans on them, and they can't do that. So it's just not working out for them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So it, it's been. Hey, I hear that that fart can might make them louder. Yeah, it, it would make him louder. I mean, you would be able to hear the engine fail from further away. So, uh, <laughs> Johnny, you said you worked all day. How, how's everything going with the detail shop? Good. 
Good, good. I uh, <clears throat> tackled a uh, 92 Camaro. It's a 25th anniversary black convertible. Nice car, but the clear coat started to fade. So I um, restored just the hood for the guy because I I did a little test spot for him to show that it show him that it was uh, possible of doing. So I kind of felt bad. So I buffed out the hood for him and got uh, restored it to about 90%. So looked pretty good. He was happy with it. So a Camaro that's been seen in the sun a lot that doesn't scream white trash at all, does it? Yeah. Neither does a Camaro yeah. with a slightly mismatching finish on body panels. Also true. <laughs> uh, now he's got the shiny hood and everything else is all faded. Right. Just another Camaro. Yep. See, that's what we do is we get Johnny to come on the show and then we make fun of his customers because that's how you get repeat customers, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it, it's it's interesting. I, again, I am so jealous of your ability to do that. Uh, I could never, I don't have the patience for washing cars at all. I think I've said this about a million times, but I just, uh, I, I'm just so glad there's people like you out there who exist who like washing and well, then it, it just drives me nuts. That's, that's why we're, that's why you and I are best friends because <laughs> you pay me to wash your car. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I drive all the way from Maryland to Wisconsin just for a car wash. Yep. <laughs> It would still be washing It'd be the it. the best car wash of your life. Yeah, I, <laughs> I bet it would because normally I just go bring it to the, like, uh, we got a place around here that does it that just kind of has a touchless car wash and then they dry it for you, like hand dry it. It's okay, but it's not with. like. I don't know. Like, they just dry it with, like, chamois. Like, oh. I don't know. I, I, don't, I did not go. I did not investigate them further. I was not like, well, what are you driving my vehicle with? It was like. I don't have to do this. Fuck yeah, you guys take care of it. So <laughs> it that's pretty much my mantra because I know it's not my Saturn. So my Saturn, I just took to all the like car washes that were attached to um, uh, gas stations, which I know is terrible for it. But again, it was just a Saturn. So how bad could it really be for that car? Um, ooh, it's have you plastic. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, have you done a Saturn? I'm curious. Um. I did a Saturn at the auction house I used to work at, but um, in my shop, no. <laughs> so, no one's bringing a Saturn in for like a high-end car wash. It's shocking to me or detailed. Well, well maybe not, not even a Sky. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Not even. Yeah. Ooh. No, no one's proud of their Saturn Sky and brings it in for a wash. <laughs> have you met a? Have you actually met a real-life Saturn Sky owner? Cause what you I know, I, I, <laughs> I met it? one guy at Cars and Coffee. I can't remember if it was a Solstice or a Sky, but uh, he was an older gentleman. He was pretty proud of it, and he'd done some work on it. He's mm. not not a bad machine. No, they're they're actually That's very nice cars. I actually don't fit in them, which is a little bit of a problem because I actually do and like them. But every Saturn Sky owner I've run into um, likes to pretend it's an Opal. Like, uh, went out one it evening. Is. Well, it, it is, is. <laughs> but it's not. I went out one late one evening with a coworker of mine, uh, and well, it was a whole bunch of us. But I tried to convince this coworker to go get the two guys who rolled up in a Saturn Sky to admit that it was a Saturn, uh, which was the most hilarious thing because it's like she's 
went up to them like, ooh, that's a nice car. What kind of car is it? Well, it's, you know, it's basically like an Opal. Like, you know, it's a German brand. Like, oh, Opal, that that's neat. But, like, who sells it here? Well, you know, it's uh, it's sold through GM sub-branch. Or like, yeah, but, like, what's what's the badge that would normally come on the car? Well, it's a Saturn. Saturn, you fucking pieces of shit. And then proceeded to walk away, which I got a great <laughs> kick out of. So. Is it is it any different from a guy buying a G8 and putting holding holding badges on it? I don't think so. I think it's the exact it's same, the same thing. S- yeah, same thing. Mm-hmm. Like embrace the shame of your American badge, basically, is what it is. Yes, <laughs> yes, I'm saying Pontiac. You should be ashamed of yourself. So. Have you had any Pontiacs besides... Whoa, I think I lost you there. I, I know. See, this is... I I take our friendship and I build it up and then I break it down. That's what I do. And then I bring in Eric to watch. He's he's over in the corner <laughs> just observing what's going on here. Uh, <laughs> Taking notes. Exactly. He, he's here because the uh, HR department says he has to be here. It, this is all, you know, an, an intricate oh, scam. Okay. Um, Eric, I forgot. What kind of car do you drive? I have a Volvo 850. Ooh, that's a nice vehicle. That I drive daily. It's fun. I like it. And then I have a uh, 88 Bronco. That's kind of a project right now. Some nice classic cars. Why the 850? Yeah. Hmm? Uh, the 850, really, it was cheap and available at the time. <laughs> I was looking for something, you know, kind of interesting to drive around, and a neighbor, um, a neighbor had recently bought this car from a relative who hadn't driven it in like at least a year, and they said, "Hey, it's a perfectly good car." Then they took it in and discovered that it needed a lot of work to pass safety and emissions. Um, weren't sure what to do with it. That, yeah, yeah, weren't sure what to do with it. It sat for a year. Um, and what is, then I, what is that? <laughs> then I offered him, I bought it for like two fifty, because they, they took it into like you know dealership to see like what they would just pay him to take it off their hands. They yeah. quoted him like two hundred, and I said I'll give you two hundred for it. And it was mine. Yeah, I liked it. It's it's the wagon, right? It's a sedan, actually. Oh, see, I was with you until you said sedan. Yeah, that's still a nice car. No, it's it's a perfectly good vehicle. I really it's, like the Saturn. For a sedan, it's a pretty good-looking car. Yeah. I, Volvo doesn't make hideous cars, you know, for the most part. I'm, I'm sure Johnny disagrees with us. He's over in the corner barfing. <laughs> ha, have you worked on any Volvos, Johnny? No. They 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 choose to drive right by my shop. They don't they don't come in the door. Oh. <laughs> That's just probably like we're too dependable, and then they have fuel problems. Mm. <laughs> uh, that... Yeah, the old fuel pump the fuel pump relay from the two forties. Yep. Good that... times. Good times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my brother hey, actually. Tell us about the yeah <laughs> lemon rally. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, that. It, it wasn't so much a fuel problem as it was just an electrical issue. So that's how that goes. So, I mean, well, there's that too, yeah. Yeah, you know, rotor cap and everything. Listen, the easy answer is just to swamp out the engine. That's how that works. And then 
decide halfway through that you're going to carburate it instead of using all the electrical stuff you got because that just makes perfect sense. Because that's what I do is I go, you know what would be easier? Doing this a harder way. So that's how I operate. And then, <laughs> and then apparently I see your video six weeks late and say, hey, Ike, why don't you just do a 90-degree carb, uh, <laughs> carb adapter? <laughs> yeah, I, I did enjoy that because I was like, that would actually make a ton of sense. And uh, I'm, I'm in too deep now, I feel. Like, I, I have to go this way. Well, did you cut that manifold yet? Because if, if you just if you haven't cut the manifold yet, it's just sideways and then maybe like a, a big enough diameter plate weld that uh, weld an adapter to the bottom 90 degree it or something you see that again that makes sense and um i don't like it because that that's all too <laughs> logical and i have i have a whole bunch of crappy welding already in this project and i'm like you know what <laughs> i'm gonna get this crappy welding to work for me no it's here's what i don't get i don't know if you guys have ever had an issue with this but like I called around to a bunch of like fab shops, like sent out some emails, sent out some stuff, because I'm like, well, I don't know really how to man, you know, make this. So let me just call around to a couple places and see if they'll be willing to do this. And every place I call never returns my call, which is like, what the hell is wrong with like what I'm asking? Like, can you weld a custom intake manifold? Please call me back at this number. And no one ever calls me back. Why do people not want business? Have have either of you ever tried getting a hold of a fab shop or any sort of automotive shop and like can't get a hold of them for whatever reason? You're calling I've the wrong people. <laughs> you need to call. You need to call the rednecks. You know, you gotta go back deeper in the woods. You know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, like wh where I'm sure. at, where I'm at, there it's basically redneck village. Like you head out, like you go down my little street here. And then you're heading towards the only way that takes you out. And at the corner, there's uh, a whole bunch of kids wearing cut-off jeans uh, bouncing on a trampoline Perfect. in their front lawn. Like, that's, like, the neighborhood I'm in. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. So, so throw a case of beer out and <laughs> reel them in, Ike. Yeah. You know, that's that's a good point. Maybe I need to do, like, uh, lay out, like, a beer. Like, just get some, like, uh, natural bohemians to local crap beer. And just like lay out like a pack to my house, like ooh, a, a can of beer, ooh, a can of beer, ooh, and then just so giant by box. the time they get to your house, yeah, by the time they get to your house, they're trash. They uh, know everything about cars, and they'll weld your shit, and it'll run. Yeah, <laughs> see, that's what I need to do. I like this idea, and I know I I I should do this. I'm not sure how kindly the police might take to that when they come across it, but that's not the problem. Like uh. It's not Craigslist. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I wonder. I I wonder if that would actually work because I, I I know. So at the end of my block, there's actually a uh, shop, but the guy is like the most dodgy person on the planet. Like you call up the shop, like you dial the number, and he doesn't answer with like "Hello, this is so and so shop." He answers with "What do you want?" Like uh, like I'm looking to get this is when i was trying to get like um i forget what exactly it was but this is like a year or so ago he's like yeah we don't do that click i'm like oh okay weird dodgy guy so i could get a case of beer and probably lure him to my house and that might be like kidnapping in a weird way i don't know yeah so that, that again this is how my <laughs> mind wanders as as you both bear witness to this so 
199 episodes this episode will be. That's kind of crazy. So I don't know what to do for 200. So that means this next interview is going to be 200. Yes, it it is. A gentleman by the name of Saab Kyle will be episode 200, which is a bit nutty. So it kind of snuck up on me. So the service I use has two ways to upload everything, and one way um, it just kind of auto-populates information. So it'll be like episode, like, well, this is what happened a couple episodes ago. It said episode 198, and then it auto-populated a bunch of other stuff. And then the typical way I upload is you just send a file and a description to it, and it just uploads automatically, which is fine, except that I lose track of what episode goes out when. So this is 199. Episode 200's out Wednesday, and that's nuts, and I don't know what to do for it. I think I'm going to have like an episode like 205 Spectacular, because that just seems to make sense, right? Like, that's pretty much in vain with this show, of like messing up and then doing the right thing later, right? Sounds good to me. <laughs> uh, I, 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 love, I love this place. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I come up with stupid ideas, and then the people... Uh, they don't discourage, but then they they don't encourage either. Thank you both for that. Um, <laughs> oh, it's fun time. Hey, we try to help. We try hey, to help. Listen, it's I appreciate it. So, I, I'm I I know you've heard some episodes. Eric, do you actually listen to the show, or do you just call in? What was that? Sorry. Do you, do you actually listen to the show, or do you just call in when I post up my stuff? I've listened to a few. Mm. So, um, when it when you have someone on who strikes my fancy, I'll usually give it a listen. I got you. That makes perfect sense for me. Um, because I do the same thing with a couple of other people. So, uh, it's a matter of, you know, I don't. It's weird to think that I've done two hundred of these, and I've talked to in that time a lot of like people high up in the industry and all that and um i don't know it's just a bit nutty and i'm being a little self-reflective at the moment and i don't mean to be so let's get back onto topic so why haven't you drifted the volvo yet is basically what i need to know eric <laughs> well um it's an 850 so it's front wheel drive for one i thought the 850 was rear wheel uh, that's not the one no, based it, it was the it was the first and Really, basically the only front-wheel drive car they sold in the U.S. Yeah. They had a, then uh, they had a very brief moment where you could get one in all-wheel drive before they decided to change the body and call it the V70 or S70 yeah. to make them all all-wheel drive. But yeah, it's a it's a front driver. That, that's disappointing. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the more the more yeah, we get the, into uh, it, the more the, the more. 940. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. That's the rear-wheel drive one. Yeah, yeah. yeah the 940 was sold at the same time. That was that was the rear-wheel drive one. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's a front-wheel drive. So then, why haven't you drifted the Bronco? Well, it may happen soon. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm the Bronco. I uh, I drove a lot for a while after I first got it. And uh, now it doesn't go anywhere because it threw a rod. Mm. And so it's kind of waiting for me to, so, to take more apart and uh, 
decide how I'm going to get it back on the road, but I'm determined that I will do that. And the question is, the question is, LS or Coyote? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't have those kind of funds anyway. I'd like to uh, either get the 351 in it back up or replace it with another 351 because that's or a fun engine there's a third option. There's a third option. You wait like two or three more years, the Hellcats are going to become stupid cheap, and then you can just <laughs> Hellcat swap it. It's... You think they're going to be stupid cheap, though? I don't, I don't know. Well, well you I'm know, sure they'll it's... get cheaper, but I don't, I, don't, I don't know if they'll be stupid cheap. Right, but, you know, with if you're given the choice of Demon or Hellcat, <laughs> right now it's like Dodge is competing with itself. That's true. And, you know, it's, it's you know, it's going to, it's going to hurt the, the sales of the, of the Hellcat, much like the GNX did to the Corvette. Yeah, it, it's interesting, too, because... Every salvage yard, it seems, has a Hellcat sitting on the lot right now with about 26 to 29 miles on it, just totally wrecked. So, you know, everyone buying a Hellcat basically is buying at least two because they keep wrecking them. So the prices on salvage ones is just going further and further down. I, like I said, it, they're not that old. And recently I saw the one at auction, and it sold for, like, I forget what the asking price was, but I think the actual salvage vehicle went for around 26000 which is a bargain because the engine's worth that alone. And then you can s get keep the engine and just sell off the rest of the car for parts, and then there you go, basically a free Hellcat motor. Well, heck, I mean, if you're going to pay twenty six grand for it, you might as well have got that interior. From what I've seen, the interior doesn't look half bad either. Yeah, but you need to sell all that so you can get a free Hellcat motor because that's the nice bitch. So, <laughs> right? Yeah, the body panels on those cars aren't worth a lot, but the the interior in the car is worth a pretty penny. And you know, it it would be an interesting experiment to see how much you could sell. See, this is why this is why this podcast thing needs to start making me some money so I could do stuff like this. It would be an interesting experiment to see how much you could sell the rest of a Challenger Hellcat for. Uh, and get the motor ideally for around free because you can do it with, you know, there's those great pieces on Opposite Lock from a while back of like how to get an LS for free and all that where you like buy an old van, you use the you sell off all the parts off the van and then you just build the motor, you know, not out too much but just a little bit and you basically get a free LS motor, which is or LT motor I guess technically, so. An interesting thought experiment. I would be. It would be interesting to see someone do that with a um, Hellcat. So that's why. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much people would be willing to pay for uh, plastic Mopar body parts. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the body parts would be worth but, you know, much. Who knows? Yeah, the I think the bulk of that money is those interior parts because. Uh, interior. Yeah. I don't know. Well, because people believe me. The way those cars get driven, people will be shitting their pants or pissing themselves, and those interior parts are going to be needed. Like, I need a new passenger seat. My wife keeps, you know, just shitting on it because of the way I drive. And then that well, car ends I mean, up in a ditch. if it's one that's been wrecked, the seat's probably already been shat on, so I, I don't know. Ah, that's a good point. Hmm. 
Yeah, I don't know. Interesting thoughts there because, yeah, there's not much really on that car. The body panels are common throughout all the vehicles. Really, the interior is the, and the motor is what's upgraded in the Hellcat or in the Demon. And really, in the Hellcat, it's basically just the interior and the motor. And then yeah. everything any, else any is... Any wheels that aren't trashed might, might be some Oh, that's some a good money. one, too. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm talking myself through I'm, this. I guarantee there's at least one that's completely trashed and you couldn't use, but... Yeah. So, I highly doubt you'd get a whole set from a wrecked one, but... Mm-hmm. People pay money I for know. wheels. I don't know why people okay. pay money for wheels, but they do. Yeah. Especially okay, low power owners. Yeah. <laughs> I don't okay, think... rims on a Volvo-like? <laughs> yeah, the bolt pattern's different. It wouldn't never work. Yeah. No, it's uh, it, it would be fun to do. You know what I really like though is um, if I was gonna go full bore with that project, have you ever seen the people who take a Dodge Magnum and then they put a Challenger front end on it and then like a motor from like a six point four like um Scat Pack uh into it? Those are, I think, absolutely gorgeous because all the because the car is so old, they never changed basically any of the interior bits, and all the panels basically line right up. It's that or the... Th- I've seen the 300C, the 300C conversion on a Magnum, and those look gorgeous, too. i seen one on Air Ride, and I was... It, I, you know, it got... It got it made me happy. <laughs> yeah, they're not, they're not bad looking. You look at it, and you think, man, they should have made a 300, 300C wagon. Well, they did overseas. I mean, most of those little mishmashes are pretty pretty hideous but those ones aren't too bad no they actually did make the magnum wagon with the chrysler front end overseas because they sold chrysler in in africa and europe but never dodge which is weird i guess i don't know but now they what would that be weird because you know i wonder if you'll ever see a challenger or charger overseas with uh a different badge on it because I could see them because for a while they had the I think the 300 went overseas as a Lancia if I'm not mistaken it was a dot was it Lancia or was it a Dacia it, it went over as a Lancia because they they don't sell Chrysler oh, yeah, in yeah, Italy no. they they sell uh Lancia instead so yeah it was a Lancia it was a yeah what was it it was basically just a Chrysler three three hundred, one of the new ones, uh, rebadged. Which, meh. I mean, the Thema. Yeah, I think I remember might the be name it. of the Lance yeah. company. They decided it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it was. It was a Thema. Mm. It'd be it, interesting. Yep. Interesting thought experiment. I don't know. So, I feel like if we're gonna get send our craptacular cars over there, we should be able to get a hold of, you know, Europe's crappier cars well not maybe crappier cars but kind of sporty weird things because there's no reason that you'd ever really want a Chrysler 300 in Italy and like there's not really a good reason to have let's say a Citroen DS3 over here but I really want one so I don't know it, what is <laughs> huh what was that or Cadillac Hearst yeah Cadillac Hearst would be well at least that kind of makes sense. I don't know. Like, if you're going to go out, go out in style. Dead men like Cadillacs. Um, I don't know. Do, do you have a uh, car 
that's overseas that you really are pining after that you wish we got here? Either one of you? Yes. What is it, Johnny? Um, I actually, I actually have a few. Um, the Audi um, eight or RS or R6 Avant, the V10 mm. twin turbo wagon. Yeah. Love that. That is a um, nice car. I also the 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 second one's the Deville 16 in Dubai. <laughs> the one cylinder LS style V16, 481 uh, millimeter turbos on it, 5,000 horses. Um, yeah, that sounds pretty. <laughs> I, I I have no idea what this is, and I'm gonna have to go look this up. What is it, dude? Deville, what? It's it, it's a Deville G E V E L sixteen, and it looks like a Batmobile had sex with the Lamborghini. Uh, uh, yeah, Lamborghini. And that night, I have to figure out. Come on, load faster. There we go. See, this is the issue trying to utilize yeah. the same thing. Yeah, it, it sounds amazing. I I really want to see a picture of this. We got the slow internet going on yeah. in here. Yeah, that's not even close to what I asked and, for. Um, Google. They, uh, <laughs> they, uh, they showed a, pi a video of um, the engineer dyno testing the motor, and the, the engine maxed out the dyno. And even on, um, even uh, maxed it out at like 4,500. Um, but uh, they put it on regular um, pump gas, and it was still producing like 3,500 horse. Hmm. Well, Google is letting me down because it's just showing me a picture of a Cadillac uh, DeVille from like generic times. So that's very sad. But I, I am fascinated with this vehicle, and did I want to learn more. Did you put 16 after it? I did. I, As it's it's um spelled out 16, not the number. Oh, well, why have you got to be all oh, 16? There we go. All right. Why can't the Internet just figure out what I want out of it without me having to use? Yeah, see, it's still <laughs> not giving me what I want. Like, it's like here's a whole bunch of Cadillac DeVille's. Like, I don't want to buy a crappy Cadillac DeVille Internet. So this is this is this is and you're some good. spelling that D E V E L, right? Yeah, I got it. Yeah, it, it, it Google's just being okay. dumb at the moment. So that sounds amazing. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's what I do is yep. I blame Google. And then of course, and of course I want a sky. Or of course I I fawn over a skyline. Yeah, I want after after driving a right hand drive fair fair lady. I I wouldn't mind a R thirty three or an R thirty two. Yeah, the, the right foot down guys, uh, I think it was Danny just got a Skyline, one of the older ones, one that's like just under the import law. So very interesting vehicle following along his progress with what he's doing with it. But I, I don't know, that, that, that car just doesn't hold the same, because I never played the original Gran Turismo, so it never really captured my imagination like I think it captured a lot of other people's, so... I don't know, maybe I'm just nuts. Maybe well, it is that I mean, good. It, it really, it really wasn't the Gran Turismo game. It was more the Need for Speed games out there, like ooh the R34, ooh the R34. <laughs> yeah, I like the again. I'm, I maybe I'm just nuts. It, it it just seems like I want to drive one because I want it to be that good. But I just don't 
hold it in that hollowed place. Like, we have cars kind of along those lines. It's like the cars that we don't get that really, like the little weird hatchbacky things in Japan are really what, like, tickles my imagination. So, I don't know. Okay, cars with toilet seats in them, right? Yeah, basically, that's what (laughs) I want. I want to be able to crap in a tiny car. (laughs) Give me an outhouse with wheels. (laughs) That's what I want. (laughs) <laughs> that th- I never, yeah, I never thought about it surmised that way. But I want a tiny house I can poop in. So, <laughs> someone somewhere has probably built one of those little go kart things at the toilet. No, yeah, no, there's. I'm sure you could find that somewhere. Mm-hmm. There was. I a, mean, it's not a kick car, but. <laughs> no, there, there's an interesting document documentary on it um, on K cars, and there's a guy who's got like one where it actually like folds out into like a little mini camper. And I think it actually has a little toilet built into it. Where I'm like, yeah, that's that's what I want. I want a car that's tiny that I can crap in. Like it's like the little Scion looking thing, and he just like it blows up at night. So I don't know. I'm again, I'm nuts because I'm six foot two, and I have no reason to want to be in a tiny car. But I just I've had a fascination with them as of late, and I don't know why. Especially because I went from driving a Challenger, which is like the biggest, bulkiest piece of like metal like made by Americans, that's not an SUV, to a little itty-bitty Fiesta. So, I'm nuts. Um, I don't know, Eric, any forbidden fruits that you really are pining after? Uh, there are always a few. depends on the day. Um, mm. Generally, I do love a TVR, Sagaris, or, uh, or a Tuscan. Mm. The TVR Those doesn't are, get the love neat, it, it should over Neat here. little death machines right there. Yeah. Mm. No, no, that those are reasonable cars. If you want a death machine, go get a Morgan three wheeler. Yeah, <laughs> you can get one of those here, though. It's hard, but you can. I mean, doesn't doesn't Alex Roy dri- daily drive one of those? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's nice. Yeah, does. Yeah. I daily drive one if I had the money. Yeah, I drive that thing all day. Well, daily drive is a bit of an oversimplification of what Alex does with that vehicle. He drives it. Until it breaks down, then they bring a flatbed and take it away from him and then give him another three-wheeler to drive around in. So basically, it's like daily rental of Morgan three-wheeler. <laughs> right. the, uh, the other one, as far as like, mostly just because I like the way it looks, it's just kind of this little funky thing, is the uh, Smart Roadster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and do. I always oh, thought it was kind of odd that they brought the for two in the U.S., but not the Roadster, because I feel like... The Roadster would be more successful than the 4-2 here in the States, but I'm not the one in charge of that, and, you know, I don't know what will be required to make it comply to U.S. regulations, but I just look at the two, and I feel like the Roadster would just be the one that most people would choose. It's the one I would choose. Yeah, it's... I don't know why they didn't bring it up. Maybe they thought it would cannibalize sales, or maybe someone in Mercedes really didn't want to bring over the Roadster. Because they didn't sell it for very long in Europe either, which is crazy to me. Like, Yeah. What was it, two years production over there? A neat neat looking, fairly reasonably priced car. Like, you know, and even Jeremy Clarkson didn't hate it. Yeah. Well, again, I mean, he didn't love it. He didn't hate it, and that's saying a lot. <laughs> yeah. Again, I have a weird problem where I really like the Smart 4.2 Cabriolet. So, 
not the last gen, not the first generation, but the latest generation one with the manual. It's like it, it, it's I've said it before and I said it again. It's basically a mini 911. So and I'm, that's my story. And I'm know, sticking any, to it. Any car with a any car with a wheelbase that short, especially with a manual transmission, it's it's going to be fun to drive. Mm-hmm. It may not go fast, but you know. Mm-hmm. Well, it's that short. It's rear wheel drive, and it's got the motor sitting out back. So it's fun. You feel like you're going to tip yeah. over every time you take a corner, but it is fun. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Okay, it, so we all like something quirky. All right. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yep, it, it's, it, it's not as bad as us liking Pontiac, but, you know, it, it's it's close. It's up there. You know. Uh, hey, hey, there's a, there's a love-hate relationship with that car, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you on that one. It, it, what year is the it, Pontiac you're driving again? Um, the my show Pontiac's a '99, and my new Pontiac's an '05. That's right. So, uh, it, and it's, it's like you know, every paycheck, it's all like I got paid, and my car's like, no, motherfucker, I got paid. <laughs> <laughs> Feed me parts. Yeah. So, um, we're gonna go right. to lightning round here because I'm gonna have to, unfortunately, cut this short for the evening because i got another interview coming up after this. So, um, lightning round. Uh, do you gentlemen, either one of you, have anything you want to talk about before we go? A little bit. Um, have either of you heard about um, Nitto, or it used to be called Nitto 1320 Challenge or Nitto Legends? Any of you guys? It's a simple drag racing game online. No. I think I may no. have seen the name somewhere. It seems vaguely familiar, but I've never actually looked at it or played it. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, it's the most addictive. I, I call it simplistic graphics because you don't need a super fast computer to run it. But um, it's highly addictive drag racing game. Basically, you, you pick a car or you can buy other cars. You set it up with parts. You tune the ratios and you either race bracket or head-to-head. Anyway, um, it's a game I invested 11 years of my life into, and um, so, or the company now, or the game called now um, Racing Rivals is the kind of um, the child of this game, hmm. um, is what it's involved into, and that company um, that bought them out, bought out the whole company and discontinued, or stopped production of Nitto Legends, which was the, the version before this. And... Um, Dave, who uh, is the guy that um, is resurrecting 1320, uh, you know, he just got it up. I think it's 1320challenge.com or something like that. Um, I'll have to, to, you know, get back with you about that. But, yeah, he. I just want to give him a shout-out and, uh, you know, tell people if they anybody's familiar with the game or, you know, about two months, we should see uh, – see the game come back to life well, that's exciting to hear it, it went on for 11 years that's nuts to me yep and like I said it's it, it's one of those games that like you know you can make teams with your friends and go and ra- uh, like race people <laughs> so, so it sounds interesting. When it resurrects, I might have to go check it out. So keep us up to date on that. Uh, 
Eric, anything you wanted to talk about before we uh, call it an evening here? Uh, nope, I'm good. <laughs> Eric, always easy on the program. It's always a pleasure to have you. Um, Johnny, for everyone who's listening, who lives in the Wisconsin area, who needs their car detailed, where should they take it? They should go to attentionfordetail.com. They can find the address to the shop there. They can find or some pictures of our work there. They can email us from that website as well. Um, if not, um, we're on Facebook at Attention for LC. We're on, we're, I'm on Twitter, GTP Johnny. Um, Blown Pistons is on the Spreaker network or Spreaker. So you can go to Spreaker.com and find Blown Pistons, or you can go to BadHabitsNetwork.net to find out about the Bad Habits Network and our shows that are on there. Excellent. And Eric, is there anything you want to plug? Um. Nope. I'm good. <laughs> uh, always a pleasure, gentlemen. I'm I'm sorry to cancel or not cancel, but having to cut this short this evening. But it's a pleasure to speak with you both as always, Johnny. It's always a pleasure. Uh, everyone listening, I'll be right back with always. you. Yep. And Eric and Johnny, just hang on. I want to say goodbye to you all fair. So, whoop. Oh well, that's the wrong button. There.